All right, well, I think this is working, so I think I'm just going to go with this. Um, wow, this is, this is a long time coming. This is something that I've honestly been putting off for like seven months. Um, seven months? Yeah, about seven, no, maybe six months. And, oh my god, I'm just looking at the audio thing right now and I'm just like, I hope this is working and I hope this turns out sounding okay. I know a few months ago when I first got this microphone, I was testing the audio and making sure that it worked okay. And there was like this weird clicking noise that would happen in the background. So I think I'm just going to stop every few minutes just to make sure that that's not happening. Um, hi, everyone. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Serena. This is the first episode of the Serena Speaks podcast, I think. Um, yeah, I still have not fully decided on a name for this because... I'm a Libra rising, and as we will probably get into, I am kind of indecisive, I would say. Not not with everything, definitely not with everything, but yeah, I had a hard time choosing a name for this. I'm leaning towards Serena Speaks because, I mean, that's basically what's going on here, so I don't know what else to say about it, but it has been kind of hard choosing a name. I won't lie. I'm going to treat this as sort of just a challenge for myself. Um, There's just so many things that honestly I want to say here and that I want to talk about and just get off my chest and get out of my system. I feel like this is something that I think has always been inside of me. I... I'm a person who loves to chat. I think conversation is one of the biggest ways that we can connect with one another. I think the art of conversation is so important and it's something that I want to improve upon and that I want to invite others to improve upon. Um, conversation is how we foster connection. It's how we get close to one another. It's how we, it's how we, it's how we just connect with others. And that's something that to me is super important. And that's kind of why I wanted to start this podcast. I think, you know, I, I want to get into different aspects of why I'm doing this and about my life and stuff, but I think kind of just to give a little bit of a backstory, I was a kid who had a very hard time speaking up. I think growing up, a lot of people that I knew thought that I didn't speak or that I didn't have a voice, and it was something that really bothered me because I knew I had a voice and I knew that I wanted to speak up, but I was so insecure and I just felt like no one really understood me and no one would really care what I had to say and so honestly like I never really spoke up in life um not until probably after I graduated high school and that was eight and a half years ago now (laughs) it's been a while 
and uh yeah like I just I never spoke up in school I uh I was one of those kids that just like had people say to them like oh you don't talk much or like oh she's super quiet or if I ever did say something people would be like wow like Serena spoke like what like that's so weird and I hated that like I I fucking hated that because it was just so I don't know I just find that so demeaning to to be honest to just tell someone like oh like you decided to speak today like wow oh my god you know like it's just so um condescending I guess to just act like because someone doesn't speak in your presence that they don't like to speak like no like I was someone who didn't feel like they belonged that's why I didn't speak it wasn't because like I don't like to speak or because I didn't want to speak it was because I felt like no one cared what I had to say that was why I didn't speak up and so this is finally a place where I can say whatever the hell I want to say and where I don't need to feel like I am stepping on anyone's toes or like I have to mince my words because so-and-so may not understand where I'm coming from. I feel like this is finally a place where I can just say whatever the fuck I want to say. And and I've been, I've been thinking about this for a long time now. Um, I think a couple of years ago, I met with a career counselor back at the school that I attended. And she said to me, like, you should start a podcast because I was saying that I really wanted an outlet to kind of voice my opinions and my thoughts on things and she was like you should start a podcast but I don't know I think back then I wasn't quite where I'm at now with things I didn't really feel like it was the right time and also in those days I didn't really listen to podcasts that much um I'll get into this I guess as well but uh since the pandemic well before the pandemic too but especially since the pandemic started like I listened to podcasts pretty much every single day, um, not every single day, but whenever I go for a walk, which I try to do every single day, so, yeah, I think just listening to podcasts more has made me want to make one more, and then the thing that kind of was what inspired me, I guess, to start my podcast was one of my friends, Alessandra, she has a podcast, I don't think she's uh, put out any new episodes recently, but she has a podcast and it's sort of a self-help podcast, which I'm not going to say that that's what this is going to be because it's definitely not going to be that, but I do want elements of that to be in this. So yeah, so she invited me on her podcast and this was back in early May, I think, early May, end of April-ish, just around the time that I finished school. So I graduated this year um, 2020. Yeah, I know, crazy time to graduate, but, uh, we'll get into that too. I guess we'll just get into everything at some point. I don't know when exactly, but anyway, so I was on Alessandra's podcast in May and I remember listening to that episode back and thinking that it was something that really felt right for me and that I really liked the way that I spoke, the way that I carried myself. I felt like, listening to myself back I was like damn like that girl sounds cool like I want to be friends with her and it's weird because I feel like when you're on your when you're in your own head all the time you don't necessarily 
think these things about yourself. Like I, I spend a lot of time in my own head. I'm a Pisces. I'm a very introspective person. Like I really like to take time to just reflect on things and process things and figure things out. And, um, I don't think you fully realize who you are and what your values are and kind of how you come across to people until you listen to yourself um, on tape. And I think being on someone's podcast was a really great opportunity for me to do that. So I ordered a microphone, I believe, in June, I want to say. Yeah, so like mid, early to mid-June. So that was about six months ago now. And uh, yeah, so... uh, so it's been about six months I've been putting this off, putting this off, putting this off, because I've been like, oh my god, I don't know what to call it. What platform do I use to put it? Like, I just got so caught up in the logistics of it all, which I feel like no one talks about on these things. Like, let's talk about logistics. Let's talk about every single thing that goes into this, because, like, I'm someone who loves to peel back all the layers and kind of just, like bare bones show it all off like I I'm a very transparent person like I don't like to hide things like I like to be very transparent with the people in my life and even people that I'm just getting to know like I just I love to just lay it all out there and be like yo this is who I am and if you don't like it well then that's fine uh so yeah I got really caught up in the logistics of it all and how it was all gonna work and I was just like I don't know like I don't know what to call it I don't know if I want to include my last name in it because I'm still kind of sort of navigating like who I'm gonna be in this life and um you know the professional side and the more me side and uh eventually I want those two things to sort of be one and the same but I don't think I'm there yet and I I just got so caught up in the logistics of it all but um basically the thing that finally inspired me to to really start this and to just push forward was uh there's this girl on tiktok and um her name is Marin altman and she's an astrologer and i think it was like maybe two or three months ago she made a tiktok about how on december 21st there was going to be this conjunction between saturn and jupiter and it was going to be the first conjunction in 200 years, I think, in an air sign, I think it was. And she said, if you want to start something, like if you have something that you've been putting off or that you've been wanting to start, you should start it on December 21st because December 21st is going to be the start of a new era of basically more air sign energy, which is something that I resonate with a lot as a Libra rising, as a Gemini moon, I really resonate with kind of that more abstract, creative energy type. I'm not a very concrete, like, feet-on-the-ground type of a person. I'm very much in my head, and um, when I heard that, I was like, oh damn, like, honey, now's the time. Now is the time. You got to get started. You got to do this. You got to make it happen. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be a wild ride. And I'm so excited because I just feel like this is going to be 
the start of something interesting. Um, I think I kind of want to give not like a rundown of my life necessarily because I feel like we should kind of devote certain episodes to that or kind of wait until people care a bit more. But I do kind of want to give a bit of backstory to sort of how I've gotten to this moment. So like we've talked about the whole podcasting journey, but like how did I get here now and why am I doing this beyond just wanting to get my voice out there? So basically I went to Simon Fraser University, which is a school here in Vancouver. I graduated this year, like I said. Uh, My journey through post-secondary education was very long It was very difficult. Um, I struggled a lot with it. So basically, I I started school in fall of 2012. So right out of high school, I started school at a place called Douglas College. And it's a little community college here in Vancouver. Um, Well, I guess it's not that little, but a lot of people go there. But um, yeah, it's just like a a two-year... I mean, you can do, like, you know, your typical community college stuff, but also they have uh, transfer programs, so university transfer programs, and so that was what I did. I did a two-year associate's degree there, and then after that, I took a year off, and I went to Europe, and I can do a whole other episode on this, because, like, yeah, that's a whole story in and of itself. But basically, after my year off, I came back in the fall of 2015, and I did a year at UVic, which is on Vancouver Island, the University of Victoria. And uh, yeah, like, I didn't really enjoy my time there. And again, I can do an entire podcast on that, too, because (laughs) there have just been so many things, guys, so many things. But yeah, I... uh, I didn't really gel well with uh, life in Victoria, I guess you could say. And so after a year at UVic, I decided to come back home. And I was initially going to go back to Europe because I thought that that might be the right fit for me. But when I came home, I decided that I wanted to stay here. So that was how I got to SFU, finally. Uh, so SFU, I got to in January of 2017. I had to wait another semester. I couldn't start in the fall of 2016 because I made the decision to transfer too late. So I had to wait until January. And then, uh, yeah, so I guess I should kind of, um, kind of talk about like what I was studying as well. So I was studying criminology at Douglas College, political science at UVic, and then criminology again at SFU. So started at crim or started at Douglas doing crim, really liked it, really enjoyed it, but I preferred legal studies, which fell under the the umbrella of criminology, but um yeah, so there were there were the crim courses, which were like, you know, kind of talking about offenders and, you know, all of that stuff. It's been so long, I can't even really elaborate on it anymore. But basically, there was like the criminal justice aspect, and then there was more of like the legal aspect. And I loved the legal aspect. I wanted to be a lawyer in those days. 
So those were like the bulk of the courses that I took and those were the courses that I enjoyed the most. So Douglas was like a breeze for me. I mean, I shouldn't say a breeze because like obviously there were difficult times, but like overall it was quite good. Like I had good marks and uh, I was good. I was good. Uh, And then at UVic, I did political science because UVic doesn't have a crim program. Uh, And the reason I chose UVic was because I didn't want to be in Vancouver anymore, which I can talk about at a later date as well. Oh my god, I feel like there's just so many things that I need to talk about here that I don't want to talk about all at once. But yeah, so I left Vancouver because I didn't really want to be here. That was kind of also why I went to Europe in the first place. So I guess the reason why I picked UVic was because I was a little bit too lazy to try and apply to a university outside of BC or even outside of Canada and UVic was like still in BC so British Columbia but it was like outside of Vancouver so I was like yeah that sounds good like I'll just go there whatever looks good good enough for me Uh, and then I picked political science because I had taken some poli-sci courses at Douglas and I had really enjoyed those and I had done well in them so I was like okay like that that sounds good. Like, I'll just do that. Uh, for some reason it was completely different at UVic. I decided to do a minor or obviously didn't end up completing it, but I had chosen to do a minor in, uh, European studies and, uh, yeah, European politics is not very interesting. Let me tell you that. No offense to my European pals, but yeah, it was not my cup of tea. And, um, I was taking five classes each semester while I was there. I was in a sorority, and I basically didn't have time for anything, and I was basically just on autopilot the entire time I was there. So, like, literally ask me anything about Victoria, and I'll just be like, I have no idea, because literally I wasn't even living while I was there. Like, I was there physically. I went to class. I, like, had a few friends. I went to parties and stuff because I was in a sorority, but, like, I honestly was not functioning fully mentally there like it was it was not cute at all um so yeah so once I came back I went to SFU went back into crim because I thought you know I enjoyed it the first time around I guess I can do it again like it'll it'll be fine it'll just kind of be like a continuation of what I started but SFU crim is fucking hard And if you are in crim at SFU, or if you've been in crim in SFU, I'm just like, hats off to you, honestly, because I don't know how any of you do it. Um, I've talked to a few people in crim, and, like, I honestly don't know how they do it, because, like, that shit is fucking difficult. Uh, And it also just was so different to Douglas. Like, at Douglas, there was a lot more emphasis on, like, real-life stories and sort of, like, there was more of, like, a connection, I would say, between what we were learning in the real world, which I didn't find at SFU. At SFU, I felt like everything was explained in a very dry sort of way, and I wouldn't even say explained. Like, I think explained is kind of a a little too generous of a term. It was basically just, here are some terms, and uh, you figure out what that means. Okay, bye. Which, like, doesn't sit well with me like I was just like no okay like this is not this is not my jam so I was in that for about a year 
Uh, and then in the summer of 2017, I went through a really, well, I shouldn't say a bad breakup. It wasn't that bad, but like, I mean, I'm a Pisces, so, um, if a breakup isn't entirely on my terms, then it's bad, which this one wasn't. Uh, so I kind of fell into a bit of a depression that summer and I ended up failing one of my classes and doing quite poorly in one of them and then not very well in like the other two. So basically it was just a shitty summer. I ended up being put on academic probation, which was not very fun. And then by that fall, I basically didn't have high enough marks to continue on in the program. So it was either take random classes to boost my GPA or switch majors. And I decided to switch majors to communication, which is what I eventually got my degree in. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a crazy story. Um, I will say I never feel like I fully got into things with regards to university. I feel like I can, honestly, I want to do a whole series eventually on the pros and cons and like the pitfalls of post-secondary education because I feel like it's something that doesn't get talked about enough and I feel like we need to talk to people and share their stories and um, education in general, honestly, like is such a shit show in this society. But, uh, yeah, that's something that I definitely want to look more into. But anyway, for the purposes of just this introductory episode, I will say um, that getting to this moment has been difficult. Um, So last year, I guess, we can talk about because it's kind of more related to where we are now. uh, So I was in my final year of university and... Honestly, like, at this point, I was just over it. I took seven years to finish my degree, and so last year I was, like, end of year six, beginning of year seven, and uh, I was just over it, you guys. Like, I was just fucking over it. And it's weird because I think looking back on it now, I have so much sympathy for who I was back then, but I was so hard on myself. Like, I just felt so much dissatisfaction with where I was at and I didn't know what to do about it because all I really valued was just getting that degree and getting to the finish line and making it happen but I wasn't really doing my best in any of my courses and it's because none of them really spoke to me like I for me communication was just like a last-ditch effort at getting a bachelor's degree And, you know, I don't necessarily think that that was the wrong decision to make, but I think if you're going into university as someone who is right out of call, or sorry, right out of high school or someone who is um, going into it for the first time, I wouldn't advise just getting a degree for the sake of getting a degree. I really do think you should have some level of passion in there and I I mean I found my way like I I didn't do badly in most of my communications courses I mean maybe not I didn't do great in all of them but I didn't do badly in all of them I was kind of like a B minus B average kind of student uh which a lot of kids tend to get like A's in communication because it's I don't want to say it's easy but it's like you can kind of bend it to whatever interests you may have. So, for instance, I wrote a paper on 
the man by taylor swift i wrote um i wrote a paper on snapchat that was the best paper i ever wrote actually so (laughs) shout out to me on that one but no um it's a very malleable discipline and you can kind of contort it to whatever interests you may have so i think that's why so many people do well in it but i think i was just so burnt out by the time i got to it that it never really kind of took off for me so last year i was kind of in a weird vibe um kind of going out a lot partying a lot um drinking a lot not really enjoying myself all that much like i was kind of just doing these things because everyone else was doing them so i was like hey like i want to do them too but i never felt I don't know, like, I don't want to say it was all bad, because there were definitely some good moments in there, which I will get to in a second, but, yeah, I feel like, uh, with where we're at now, like, I'm I'm thankful for this tranquility, because, like, last year was just, it was too much, too much partying and not enough, uh, self-reflection, but I guess kind of the story that I want to touch on here that I would love to kind of expand on in future episodes is just uh how one person can kind of change your life change your outlook change everything that you thought about things so at the beginning of last year like i said um actually at the beginning of last year i wasn't doing too badly to be honest um i was kind of in a good place actually i wasn't doing too badly Uh, but there was one night where I was out with a friend and her friend and I met this guy and, uh, not to be dramatic and long story short, but he kind of changed my whole life. Not right then and there. Um, we had a good meeting. It was better than average. I would say it was one of those meetings where you're like, hmm, you know, like, just, huh, okay, like, you're, you're someone I could talk to for a long period of time and not feel weird or uncomfortable around, which I find that, like, I think I can talk to most anyone at this point, but it's rare to find someone that you just feel that sense of ease with as soon as you meet them, and that was how I felt with this guy, like, I just, I remember sitting down next to him uh, at the club that we were at and just immediately like talking like I had known him forever. Like it was it was one of those things where it was just like I didn't even have to think about it. And at this point, I hadn't even had like anything. Or no, I think I'd had like only one shot at that point, one shot of tequila. So wasn't drunk at all. Like I, I was just like. I was just vibing with this guy. Like, there was nothing weird about it. It was just two people just in their element, just vibing. And uh, we had a good night. We uh, we made out a little bit. Um, very nice kiss, I must say. <laughs> uh, and we danced. And I just, I don't know, I walked away that night and I was just like, damn, like, there was just something about this guy. Like, I wasn't fully into him yet. I wasn't fully attracted to him. But I was, there was just something about him that I was like, damn, like, I want to know more. Uh, And, you know, I don't want to make this whole podcast about that story necessarily, because I think 
um, I've told this story so many times and I, I can devote an entire episode to that, I guess, if people are interested or if I want to at some point, but yeah, basically things didn't work out between us. Um, we did talk for a couple of months and we hung out once and we had a good time together. Like we were walking around, um, the school that he went to, um, and, uh, no, like it was a, it was a nice afternoon that we spent together, but there was just, I could tell that he was holding back. And I think I was holding back too. Cause I, I wasn't quite sure what to make of the situation at that point. Cause at that point he had said that he wasn't looking for a relationship and not to say that I was exactly, but I'm not really like a, like a hookup kind of person. Like I, once I start to like someone, like I want to get to know them more. And he didn't really seem to be on the same page with me with that. So we only ended up hanging out that one time and the relationship never really took off. And, uh, so we met mid April of last year and towards, uh, the end of June of last year, I was just feeling so out of my mind like it was weird like I went from feeling completely fine in like early April to like early June being like oh my god like I just I'm just so obsessed with him like I just want to get to know him better like I just want one chance I just want to see him like it was just I was literally going insane and I didn't even really know him that well I mean like yeah we'd talked and stuff but we'd never really gotten past like the surface I guess of things but I just felt so drawn to him and so strongly about him and to this day it's it's kind of been like the most weird crush I guess that I've ever had because it was just it felt so intense and um and yeah so so we stopped talking at the end of June because I just felt so I couldn't talk to him anymore. Like, I was just too obsessed with the situation. And I was just too in my head about it. And uh, and it really brought up some stuff for me. Like, I, I just felt so insecure. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, he's six foot four. He plays rugby. He has red hair. Like, all of these things that I, like, really idealized about him that... Um, like, there was this guy when I was in grade 10 who I had a crush on who, uh, he had red hair. And, like, I thought he was, like, the hottest guy ever. So, like, kind of meeting, um, I really should make a nickname for him because I feel like I can't just keep saying him, him, him. But I've never really had a good nickname for him. Um, okay, well, <laughs> me and my work friends call him Gingy or Zaddy, which I shouldn't call him Zaddy because, like... If he listens, he's going to know why I call him that. <laughs> um, okay, whatever. I don't think he's going to listen to this um, unless unless he cares. No. Uh, okay, yeah. So, so yeah. So, when I met Gingy or Zaddy. Oh, my God. No, Zaddy is way too cringy. I can't say that. <laughs> I can't call him Zaddy. That's so awkward. Um, okay, whatever. I, I can't think of anything. But, um, yeah. So, when I met him it was kind of like a throwback to like that 10th grade, like schoolgirl crush that I had. 
And I think, like, in that sense, I idealized him so much because he just kind of reminded me of that time. And, and uh, yeah, like, he's the type of person that, like, I don't know, like, he's not, like, he's not hot, like, I don't know. I don't think he's, like, stereotypical, like, every girl wants him type of hot, but he's, like, the type of hot that, to me personally just like turns me on so much and I'm sorry if that's like weird to say about someone but he's just like if you if you looked up my type in a dictionary like there would be a photo of him like that's the only way I can really describe it um he's got like a very athletic build like not too bulky but like definitely like bulky enough I mean he plays rugby he's got to be somewhat bulky and yeah like he was just sort of everything I wanted and I remember texting him um when I was like when I'd had enough of it and I was like I'm sorry I can't talk to you anymore and I remember him saying to me um I hope you find what you're looking for and I remember when I read that like like, I could tell that he was being genuine, but there was just a part of me that was like, why are you saying this? Like, like there was just something about that message that, like, didn't sit well with me. And I was just like, I don't understand, like, why? Because, like, what he was saying was nice. Like, I don't understand why I'm, like, slightly put off by it. And it dawned on me, like, this year that it's because I wasn't looking for anything until I met him. Like, it was that type of a feeling where... You know, you could just be minding your own business, doing your own thing, like, without a care in the world, and then you meet that one person, and they just, like, they just make you go so insane, and you just feel like there's this depth to your connection, but it hasn't quite come to fruition yet, but you just instinctively feel it, and even talking about it now, I'm like, Jesus, like, that was insane, and, yeah, I mean, I don't want to get too into it because, you know, it is a really long and complicated story. But basically, I kind of never fully got over him. Like, I, I think, you know, in the last month or so, I would say, like, I I think I, I've gotten to a place where, like, I don't really, like, I still think about him, but I don't quite feel the same longing that I felt for him last year. Um, or even earlier this year, I would say like for most of this year, I still did like him fully. Like I was still like really into him and kind of felt like there was still that, that connection and that feeling there. And I, I wished him a happy birthday a couple of months ago. And, um, that was the last time that we spoke, but, um, yeah, after last summer, we didn't really speak that much. I did text him, actually. Last fall, we started to speak again, but it wasn't really in the same way because I thought he was dating someone else, but I won't get into that because that's not my story to tell. <laughs> but, yeah, so he... Yeah, I don't know what he's been up to, honestly, like, in his personal life. But um, I texted him because I was like, oh, like, if you're not available, then I don't have to worry about where you are. I don't know. I... My brain was doing some weird shit. But, uh, yeah. Um, anyway, the reason why I tell that story be is because, uh, 
it changed my life and it changed my life because it got me to focus on myself more and to really value the person that I am because I think up until that point I was still looking externally for all these things like validation and happiness and um just so many things like I just I wasn't the type of person that could just like be happy within myself I needed to find happiness and validation from other people and I think a lot of people if not most people are like this especially when you're young and so when I met him I just was like I I I saw it as almost like a game like I was just like oh my god like you know uh when is he gonna come around like definitely like I'm gonna break him at some point like I'm gonna break him like he's gonna come to me he's gonna be mine we're gonna you know have all this all this like amazingness um like we're gonna have the best sex ever and we're gonna have a great relationship and it's gonna be amazing and like I'm gonna be so happy about it and and that didn't end up happening and it it was really really devastating and I I don't say that lightly like I I really spent most of the summer of 2019 feeling so shit and so down on myself but it was the beginning of a spiritual awakening and I will get into that now a little bit um I'll get into that later more uh in a probably in a future episode but so last summer or I guess like last June I would say um Oprah came to Vancouver and she at her show had Eckhart Tolle there and at the time I didn't really know who he was I'd kind of heard of him before but I didn't know anything about him I think I'd heard the name but I just didn't know who he was and so uh when he started speaking I was immediately like damn like this is some this is some real ass shit like this is some truth that I feel like no one ever says and no one ever talks about and after the show I didn't really look into him further I didn't read any of his books and I kind of just forgot about him I guess later that summer I was seeing a therapist and I was telling her about all these things that I was feeling and she suggested and lent to me her book uh the four agreements and um And I remember I was sitting on a bench in Vancouver overlooking False Creek. And I was reading this book and I was like, damn, like, this is actually quite good. And and this was back when, like, I didn't fully understand yet uh, the depths of my soul and, like, the person that I was brought here to be. I would say that I've always been a pretty spiritual person, but it wasn't until this year that I really realized the depths of it. Um... But there were definitely, like, these little clues sort of leading up to this year and to the pandemic, which is kind of when it all started. So, yeah, I would say Eckhart Tolle being at the Oprah show was one of them. Me reading The Four Agreements was the other one. But it was really this guy, this gingy, soul-sucking god man. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Who kind of forced me to look myself in the face and be like wake the fuck up like stop being such a little bitch because you know people aren't gonna be there for you all of the time people aren't gonna love you the way that you wish that they would 
And that was something that I really struggled with. Um, another thing that I can kind of touch on is uh, I lost a friend at the end of last year who I wasn't friends with for very long. Uh, but she was someone that I really, really cared about. And, you know, I felt very misunderstood by her at the end of our friendship. Um, she was doing a lot of uh, projection. Um, she was... She had been in a relationship with someone that is a good friend of mine and that I think left her feeling very disoriented in her own life and I think she took a lot of it out on me and um, projected a lot of those feelings onto me you know which I think we all do at some points but uh yeah, it was something that I was definitely willing to to look past because, you know, like, I think that in our 20s, we're all pretty fucked up on some level. Like, we're all we're all just going through it, you know, and we're all at different stages of it. So it didn't really, like, affect me that deeply. But when she decided that she no longer wanted to be friends with me because of some stupid shit that I had done that had affected her... You know, that was quite difficult for me because I think um, there have been several friendships in my life that have been difficult. And whenever those friendships ended, in some way I was kind of relieved because I just knew that those people were not right for me. And I knew that that they had been my lo- my life for too long. And And I was happy to see them go because I just knew that we weren't right for one another and I knew that they weren't the right people that I wanted to keep around me. But when she left, it was kind of like, damn, like, did I do something? Like, am I a problem for people? Um, And, you know, I don't think it got to me too, too deeply, but I definitely did feel bad about it for a long time. And, uh... Yeah, so, like, last year, I would say, kind of set the set the tone or set the, the foundation for sort of the spiritual awakening that I eventually got to, which is where I am today. And, uh, yeah, I think, um, I think this is going to be a really fun journey. And I think, um, I really hope that all of you listening can find some value in this and can find some comfort in this. I really want this to be a place not only for me to express myself and to sort of say what I think and how I feel, but I really want this to just be a space for people to feel like they have someone who understands them because that's not something that I had when I was growing up. And even now, sometimes I'm still like, I still feel like it's missing in certain places. Like, when I listen to other people's podcasts, which are more lighthearted and fun, I really like that, but I kind of wish that there was like a bit of a deeper meaning to it. So I just want to say thank you for anyone who may be listening to this. I hope that this resonated with you in some way, and I hope that you can follow me on this journey, and I hope that it will bring comfort to your life. Um... Yeah, this this is going to be weird for sure. Like I I still don't know exactly how I want to do this or how it's going to go, but um 
yeah, I, I guess I'll leave it at that for now because I feel like I talked a lot. And just thanks again for listening.